Kick back and relax with Mark and Carol as they describe Beverly Hills 90210. So as you can see, this is a brand new thing, but also sort of an old thing. Carol and I have decided to spin off the 90210 series and do its own series itself, which will come out every Monday, as you can see. We don't have openings for this because these were originally part of the original episodes that we did of Massive Late Fee. So this is a brand new opening, welcoming you to the show. Enjoy this episode of 90210. Oh. Oh my goodness, you sound excited about that today. <laughs> it was a very exciting episode, I think. It was a pretty good episode. The, uh, the, parents, the parents almost got into something exciting and new, <laughs> like on the love boat. Oh, I don't think they were too excited. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, uh, what's her name, Cindy? Cindy and Jim. Cindy and Jimmy. <laughs> They they went to a conference in Florida. Palm Springs. Palm Springs Be- yeah. Beautiful Palm Springs, Florida. And uh, they were leaving the kids alone for the weekend. Yep. Now, mind you, the weekend before this, the kids go to a party. Brenda drags Brandon. He doesn't even want to go. It was Kelly's party, right? Yeah. 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 And... Um, you know, he's driving and he's not going to be drinking. And, um, but so he's driving and Brenda's drinking and everybody's kind of making fun of him for not drinking, which is shitty. Right. And, um, Steve Sanders, the resident asshole, decided to spike his drink. He made him a slutty virgin margarita. Right. And, um, once he realized what he'd done, and he called him out. Like, everybody's just fucking staring at him. It was like a bad after-school special moment. The whole party stopped. Yeah. And uh, so he's like, oh, no, it's fine. I like it. And he dr- kept drinking. And he drove them home. Yeah. Now, he only had two drinks. So for a guy his size, I'm sure he wasn't drunk. But still, not a great idea. And foreshadowing for the rest of the episode. Right. So... It's kind of funny because, you know, that apparently Brenda's like the problem child and he's like the perfect kid. And that's how they treat them through the whole oh, episode. Absolutely. That's how they treat them. And um, so Brenda gives her mom a, a kiss on her way up to bed and she smells the alcohol on her breath. Doesn't even occur to her that Brandon might have drank. She crawls in bed with the dad and wakes him up to talk about it like she always does because yeah, she's yeah. such a freaking paranoid freak. Absolutely. <laughs> Like, like nothing can wait till morning. Our son's having sex. Wake up. Our daughter had alcohol. Wake up. Like, let the poor man sleep. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, you know, that's basically what he tells her. You know, we'll deal with it in the morning. Um, So, they're, like, telling Brandon to keep an eye on her while they're out of town. Yeah, they really are quite condescending to her. Yeah. I mean, they're the same age. Obviously, they are twins. Right. So they go, and this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. They have an adjoining room with another couple that is a stranger to them 
Mm-hmm. And this other couple has access to their room through this adjoining room. Yeah, they have a door. So, yeah, they, they have a door that, that opens up to both rooms. Usually, I've seen it in hotels before, but usually there are two doors. You have the ability to lock one or the other. And both of you have to open up your doors. It's like it's like turning the nuclear uh, missiles, right. turning the keys. <laughs> it's a two-key scenario. Both of you have to unlock the doors and open them in order for you to have access to each other. But, yeah, they... There's a throwaway line about how the lock is broken or something like that, where he says, I thought we got the lock fixed. But it is weird because they they start kissing and these two bust right on in. Twice. Two different times. The weirdest looking couple I've ever seen, I think. She looks like she looks like a 10 year old girl that's in a Texas beauty pageant, but 60 years later. What? Like. This is the most confusing visual. Well, she's got the bigger... She looks like a beauty... She looks like she's dressed up for a kid's beauty pageant. Okay. But she also looks like she's 50. Okay. So she looks like a 50-year-old dress with... She's got the big, almost white bouffant hairstyle and just the kind of clothes that she's dressed in. See, I was going to say she looks like Dolly Parton. She looks a little like Dolly, but Dolly Parton looks a lot better than she <laughs> this woman does. But she does look a little like Dolly Parton. And her husband is dressed like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, and he has a terribly creepy voice, too. He sounds like he sounds like Foghorn Leghorn after he'd been castrated. Because he's, he's, he's talking like... <laughs> yes, please, let us hear it. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> it's like, like he's got that that southern draws. Like I, I say, I say, boy, <laughs> like that. But you know, like like Foghorn Leghorn's like, no, I say, I say. <laughs> so it sounds like that, but like he's been castrated. He has no more testosterone in that voice. He's very creepy. Very creepy guy. He does. He looks like the kind of person that would pet the hair uh, on a doll uh, while he watches you as you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it seems like. Oh, you having a dream there? So okay, so they they bust in their room once and introduce themselves, mm-hmm. and they bust in their room again, bringing a plat- plate of snack food and champagne. And champagne. Nineteen eighty five Dom Perignon, I believe. Okay, so it's is that good? I don't know. I don't know. I, I've heard of Dom Perignon. That is a good brand of champagne. I don't know the years. I don't. I don't right. follow. French you wines. don't? No. Get with it, man. I don't know what's a good year for <laughs> Dom Perignon. I'm going to assume 85 is fine. Right. So, yeah, they're 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 all like pushy and talking about coming to visit them in Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. like just craziness. So they finally get away from these freaks. And I called this, you by did. the way. I you called did. this right away. They're in the hot tub alone, snuggling up. Like, they've been trying to get it on all weekend, and these guys won't leave them alone. Yeah, they just want to have fun at this resort. And uh, they, they find them in the hot tub. And they're like, oh, we've been looking for you all night. And you're right where we hoped you'd be. Right. And they take off their robes, and they're naked. Yeah. Because they want to swing. Yeah, absolutely. And I call, I, right, as soon as they walked into that room... When they were made, I'm like, that's not normal. That is not normal behavior. <laughs> no, they want to. They want to get in on this. Oh they, yeah. So these these this couple, because they talk about how they love these conventions because they get to meet new people. <laughs> so this couple just goes through and just tries to find 
anybody they can get it on with at these conventions, I guess. So creepy. They should have, but they should, they should, they should be better at reading the signs. Right. Of whether or not someone's interested. You would think after this, you don't want to waste, if you're, if you want to swing. So if you and your wife, or you oh, and your tips, husband. Tips, tips from uh, Mark here on how to swing, guys. Let's, no, let's I'm just write say, this down. I'm just saying, if you, if that's your goal, you want to swing with another couple when you're on this retreat or whatever. You don't want to waste your time, right? You, you don't want to spend the entire weekend tr- because it's not it's not something everyone's into. Obviously, For sure, obviously. So you don't want to waste your time trying to corner this couple that you really want to get it on with, only for the weekend to end and them to say no. Right. They don't want to do it. So you would think that they would get good at reading the signs and the body language. Yeah, you'd think if they'd done this a bunch of times, like it sounds like they have. But yeah. God, how did they get people to agree? Because they are ill. They're, well, they're creepy for sure. Yeah, they're very creepy. And he's ugly and his voice is scary. <laughs> and she looks fake as hell. So there yeah. you have it. Not Not as attractive as Dolly Parton. So, and the funniest part about it all is then... When they finally do get back to the room and they're finally alone because they've obviously told this couple to go to hell. Right. He can't get it up because he can't stop thinking about them naked. And oh, yeah. wanting to play, what did he say? Buck the Bronco or Bu- something? Buck, yeah, Bucking Bronco Bucking or something Bronx. like that. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> and when he said that, I could just picture the creepy guy standing there like, oh. Okay. So while they're gone... They're supposed to be gone. It sounded like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And Friday night, Brenda gets talked into having a party by Kelly. Yeah. Kelly Kelly had thrown the party the weekend before. And as soon as she hears Brenda's parents are out of town, she's like, oh, when's the party? Right. I thought it was Donna's party, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I think oh, it was- yeah. It was Donna's party because yeah. Donna said something about Her parents her would parents. never notice the alcohol gone. Right. So... And Donna had a ton of lines in this. Yeah. In, in this episode, she's coming up. It's happening Tell slowly you. but surely. That nose is getting bigger, and her <laughs> her parts getting more prominent. Um. So yeah. Uh. Brenda says there's no way that Brandon will agree. And Kelly, you can already tell, is starting to have a crush on him when she's like, "Oh, do you want me to, you know, work on him for you?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she wants to work on him. Right. Exactly. Um. So surprisingly though it doesn't take that much to get him to agree Brenda's all like it's our turn well actually I think she'd already said go ahead with it so he didn't really have a choice yeah she said that that Donna was already or not Donna that Kelly was already inviting people yeah and Kelly was supposed to have invited like 15 people Mm -hmm. and Brenda was supposed to have invited like nine and so if you want to you know do your math it's like 26 people 27 maybe (laughs) And it's or twenty four, like, if you want to literally do fifteen and nine. But then there's also Brenda and Brandon and Kelly. Oh, okay, all right. You outsmarted me. <laughs> you got me this time, Carol. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, t- like two hundred fifty people showed up. <laughs> yeah, the, the I don't know how big the school is, but a lot of the school showed up. Yeah, it's insane, including so. the two dorks. And they brought their own alcohol. Yeah, so, everyone brings their own. Every everyone brought their own alcohol to this party because apparently they didn't have alcohol themselves that they were serving, is what Brenda said. Anyway, yeah, well, she said that they they made a pact with their parents that they wouldn't drink. Well, and they made a pact with each other that they would not drink at this party. Right. However, 
Brandon is just like, you know what? They want to be more fun. Fuck it. I'm going to drink. Yep. And he gets drunk. Drunk, drunk, drunk. Oh, yeah. Very drunk. And, oh, and Andrea had asked him to go to the theater with her, which, you know, seemed like she's asking him on a date. She definitely was. And he couldn't do it because of the party. So she said she'd stop by. So he's drunk. She gets there. They're dancing. He kissed her on the mouth. He did, yeah. A couple times. And then she's like, I've never seen you drunk before. And the first (laughs) time I do, you kiss me. Like She was like that. I don't get it. Like, I thought she liked him. So, like, why isn't she just happy she got kissed? Like, I don't know. What the hell? She, maybe she feels it cheapens it. I guess, because, you know, she doesn't know if he really wanted to kiss her, I guess. Well, I mean, usually when you're drunk, it lowers your inhibitions, but just to do things you already kind of want to do. You would think, yeah. So, um, then they run out of alcohol, and instead of letting that be the natural stopping point of this massive crazy party, mm-hmm. Steve, again, is the instigator and says, okay, plan B, and gets in the car with somebody else and sends brandon because he's steve's gonna go get his liquor stash from his house right and sends brandon alone to go pick up more snacks snacks and fruit punch because he's making it looks like high c and uh tequila which sounds awful it does sound pretty terrible i mean i could see you know like red kool-aid and rum that makes sense yeah that but, actually sounds it sounds like a tropical punch yeah exactly but tequila Tequila, you got to be careful what you're mixing that with. Yeah. Because tequila's taste is so strong anyway, you need a natural sort of balance to it. So, Brandon gets in a car accident. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because he's way too drunk to be driving. Mm -hmm. And so, Brenda has to call her parents in Palm Springs while they're laying in bed, you know, having given up on sex. Right. To tell them that they have to come home because he's been arrested. He's Yeah, he's got, got in a car accident, but he's fine. Where is he now? He's in jail. Yeah. Now, Dylan had not wanted to go to the parties. He did go to Brenda's party. He was bummed out she was having one. It was so funny, too, when she's telling him, and she's like, my parents are out of town, and... And he's like, oh. And then she's like, so I'm having a party. And he's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) But he was there. And oh, and the police had showed up at one point. And he and Brenda were sober. They're like the only sober people there. So they were outside. They they talked to the cops and got the cops to leave. They just told them they turned the music down. So they were actually outside talking when this whole thing went down. Yeah. When when they got in the cars and left. But they couldn't stop them because they didn't know what they were doing until they were already gone. Exactly. So, I mean, that had to be pretty terrifying. Yeah, the whole, I mean, the whole thing seemed traumatizing to, but to both of them. Yeah. So, I mean, Brendan, Brandon is okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, Brenda got yelled at. The parents get yeah. home. Oh, because they don't even know. They, they go right to jail and they don't even know that he was at a party. They, they think the only issue they're dealing with is that he was drunk driving. And he's like, I should never have thrown a party. Yeah, he even says he threw the party. Right. And they're like, what? What party? So they come home, and they start screaming at her about the party and how the house is ruined and everything. Now, they haven't yelled at him once. No. They they said they were definitely, they they definitely made it sound like they were disappointed, but we'll get through this kind of thing, all that stuff. But they scream at her. 
Yeah, she's on the floor scrubbing on her hands and knees, mm-hmm. and they're screaming at her. And she's like, well, I didn't drink. And they're <laughs> like, well, how can we believe you? Right. And then Brandon says they, that she didn't drink, and then they believe him. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, what happened in this family? No clue. I mean, the dynamics are all effed up. Yeah. So, um, Brandon's hanging out with Dylan at the Peach Pit. It looks like he he was getting off work. And he's so upset with his parents, which I think is kind of weird, because they were really nice to him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and he lost his license. He can apply to get it back, though, for going to work in school in just a couple weeks. So, I mean, that's not that bad. No, not too bad. And um, he's like, I want to, I just feel like going out and drinking right now just to show them that they can't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously? He's so weird. Like, they, they, this personality twist is so strange from him. Yeah, because he is usually the good boy. Yeah. And it is very weird to see him, like, all rebelling and stuff. And there's no trigger. I mean, I guess it's just, you know, hormones, whatever. But there's no obvious trigger for it. Yeah. And so Dylan's like, oh, I know just the place. And he takes him to an AA meeting and says that he is also an alcoholic. Yep. So, I mean, they had mentioned that in season five. That he had a history of alcohol, yeah. I think, alcoholism. Yeah, somebody said something about it, but we didn't realize that it predated the show, basically. Right. So, yeah, so he's already a recovering alcoholic at, what, 16, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how the episode ends. Yeah, basically, I guess Brandon learns that, you know, some people have it worse than a pampered white Beverly Hills kid. <laughs> so he he decides that... Maybe he shouldn't whine so much. And, I mean, we have to assume that Dylan has gotten his HIV test and it's been negative and we're just waiting for him and Brenda to have sex. Well, that's what you're waiting for. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's how they ended the last episode, but nothing else came of that. I know. Yeah, Carol's definitely uh, jonesing for it. I'm not jonesing for it. God, you made me sound like a freak. I'm just saying, every time that they... That they're on screen together. You're like, oh, I wonder when they're going to have sex now. <laughs> I mean, it's just because you know what's going to happen. Yep. It's so. inevitable. We'll see. But that was 90210. 